Some Canadians are taking their CPP, their benefits, their pension, at age 60. That's the earliest age that you possibly can do it. So why is that? There's got to be some positive to that, some negative to that. Maybe you're a little indifferent, but we figure we better find somebody to talk to us. And joining us is the CEO, the Chief Executive Officer at the C.D. Howe Institution, and that is Bill Robson. He's joining us. Hey, Bill. Nice to be with you. Hey, thanks very much. Well, you got to be hearing this a lot. I'm one of those guys for health reasons. I started drawing mine at 60 because I didn't know if I was going to get to 65. I'm getting closer, but I did it because I had to do it. But are you hearing this story more than ever? Well, people do take their benefits uh, quite early, and there are good reasons to do it. You just mentioned a key one. Uh, people sometimes do have a pretty good lead on their life expectancy. I trust that you were being a, a little too pessimistic and well, uh, yes. live to a ripe old age. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, there are people who, who for a variety of reasons, uh, might want to take it early uh, because they are, I mean, some people are just worn out from working. Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you work at a really tough job that's been punishing, then uh, you might not want to work longer and you might also think perhaps you're you're not going to make it that far. Uh, having said all that, uh, and, and then there are people who just need the money. Um, having said that, though, when, when you look at the patterns of receipt, it looks as though a lot of people are just seeing those ages at which you can begin uh, your benefits. And if it's the CPP, uh, then it, it would be 60 or 65, kind of the, the usual age. Um, OAS, uh, people tend to think similarly. And, and they sort of treat the numbers that the government has put on these programs as though they are financial advice. Um, you see a little bit of the same thing when people are drawing down their rifts. A lot of people see there's a mandatory withdrawal schedule and they, they kind of figure, okay, well, that must that must be the right thing to do. But in fact, for many people and probably the majority of people, um, people are taking their benefits uh, earlier than they really ought to. Well, I'm lucky because I'm dumb. It was explained very quickly to me by my financial advisor that, you know what? You, you, hey, we know where your situation is at. Go for it. But I'm not getting as much as I would have if I'd have waited longer. So there's benefits and there's uh, there's not so benefits to this type of thing. What would you suggest? Well, it's worth doing the numbers, and it's worth doing the numbers um, uh, th thinking uh, not the way I should. I should say I, I have a lot of sympathy with with people who uh, take the money uh, 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 partly because there's there was a long time when we worried about the Canada Pension Plan being sustainable, and I was in that camp. Right. Um, but but now that there is some money in the kitty. Uh, and, and the contribution rates went up, and there was a little bit of benefit trimming, actually, as well. Um, I don't think that's a realistic fear. It certainly isn't anything that I would allow to color my judgments for the next little while. So that idea that you have to uh, you know, take the money and run before it disappears, I, I don't think that's a good reason. The more complicated reason is that people often calculate a break-even age. They think, okay, well, if I defer... Uh, then I'm going to get a higher benefit later. Right. But there's a there's sort of a crossover year, right? And if I if I don't make it past that year, boy, will I ever be mad at myself? And that's not a good reason because uh -huh. if you don't make it past that year, you'll be dead. Um, you you won't uh, be feeling any regret whatsoever. And when you compare the return that you get for deferring that payment, and you think about what would I have to earn in the market, what kind of an annuity would I have to buy uh, to get that kind of an increase, and remember, it's guaranteed and it's indexed to inflation. Those numbers 
are very compelling. If you're if if you don't need the money and you're not convinced uh, that 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 you're not going to live all that long, and you do those calculations, it's actually a very good return. It's better than anything I would be confident of getting in the market. And so that's that's the calculation people aren't often making. I do have to bring this up because this has been brought up by the provincial government. You've heard all this about an Alberta pension plan, that kind of thing. Do you think some people are panicking a little bit and they want to make sure that they get in on this in case they go down that road and maybe it's not going to work out the way they want? Uh, I, I, th- I think panic is a bad thing to make any decision on, but I'm just wondering if some people are doing it. Well, I, I, I said uh, already that I think many people are concerned that, uh, you know, they've, they've got this leftover concern from the day when the Canada Pension Plan had no money in it. And so uh, we were looking at these very steep increases in premiums just to pay, you know, pay in, in the morning what was going to be taken out in the afternoon. Right. And there was, really, there, there was good reason to worry that that wasn't going to be sustainable. That is not the case. Uh, if Alberta went its own way, I, I wouldn't worry for that reason. Um, you know, maybe long term, there are some higher risks. Risks. Uh, maybe the province decides to do something silly with the money. It's an interesting feature of the Canada Pension Plan that, with the kind of quasi-constitutional setup, it's very hard to make changes. And, and so, even though I'm sure the federal government would like to put the money into all sorts of silly things, they just don't have the power to do that. Um, so, I do th- I do think that there's a bit of an element of, of wanting to take the money and run. And people always would kind of like to have their hands on the money right, r- oh, rather yeah. than leaving it with somebody else. That's one of the reasons why people don't like annuities. And I think that's too bad because um, that calculation, I, I, I refer to it a bit obliquely already. Uh, I'm not up to date on annuity prices, but uh, Bonnie Jean McDonald uh, did a paper. Uh, she's an author for the CD Howe Institute, National Institute for Aging. She did a paper a little while ago. The, the, the difference between what it costs to buy an annuity and what you can get by deferring, if you think of you know the cost, of it's like an annuity. You're not getting the money in the short run, but then later on you get a higher amount. And for a woman, because women live longer, it's a really stark thing. The deferring is going to give you twice the annuity for, for the cost compared to what you could buy in the market. People tend not to think of it that way, but it's a very good return. It's guaranteed by the government. It's indexed to inflation. Uh, what you really ought to do if you can afford it, if you've got the savings, uh, you know, bridge to that later amount by drawing down your savings. And then meanwhile, what you're doing is you're buying this annuity from the government that's going to kick in later, it makes a lot more sense than taking the money early and then uh, you know, having some savings uh, that might not have earned the same kind of return later on. Well, you just went down that road about savings, and is this a sign, if more and more people are doing this, withdrawing at 60, is that a real true sign of how bad the economy really is here in our country? No, I think it's because more of the things we've been talking about already, uh, you know, some people might need the money. uh, And so therefore, yeah, they don't they don't have the savings. But but there's been a little bit of an increase over time in the average age of receipt. Um, Fewer people are taking at 60 than they were. Uh, More people are deferring. And you see this also uh, with old age security because there's an option to defer that as well now. Um, But it does look as though a lot of people are taking it too early. Uh, 
um, one one uh, uh, thing that I'll point out uh, is is that women uh, tend to take uh, CPP at the earliest available date. Women live longer than men. Yeah. Um, women uh, more than men ought to be deferring because the the return is better and the fear of uh, you know the, the benefit of having that higher annuity later in life is greater for them. So I think it's more it's not so much necessity for many people. It's more the psychology of of, of wanting to take the money uh, and and then that sort of feeling that your ghost is going to be looking down and you'll be looking down from heaven and regretting that you didn't live longer, which I don't think is a good way of thinking about it. I thought I was going to get more patient with age, but I, I, I'm, not, I'm not finding that. Hey, Bill, thanks for your time today. We appreciate having you on the show.